episode number 147 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, you're sporting a Scotland top there. I've got no idea why that's the case. Um, but I tell you what, this is season, I, I'm going to call this season number two, because we've had a, we've had a well-deserved break. Uh, lots of things have been happening. And here we are. We're back for season two of Tartan Running Shorts. Anyway. Hello, Kyle. Hello. So how are you, man? I'm, I'm well. Before we get going, so I'm, I'm going to take great offence to that. What do you mean, why am I wearing a Scotland shirt? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't care if we've been knocked out of the Euros. I'm, I'm a man in France. I'm, I'm, you know me, I'm a patriotic Scot. And I'm keen to fly the flag. That's why I've got a Scotland shirt on. You, you should be wearing one of Fiona's Scotland... Scotland kit, you know, one, you know, maybe one day you'll get one. But uh, I was gonna say, I didn't want to say the closest I can get to Scotland best is by buying a replica jersey. <laughs> it's with Fiona, is it? Eh? Although it'd be a bit tight for those pecs of yours. Maybe it just squeeze into a jacket. But anyway, <laughs> that's uh, yeah. As uh, as Carl said, we're going for season two. We're a bit of a break. We had a bit of a break before. We had a couple of episodes, a bit of a break, but um, yeah, with uh, with well, we're going to cover all the the good stuff that's been going on. I've been making, I've been back in Scotland, but more interestingly, Kyle, you've had baby number two. Baby number two has arrived, folks, and, and the, the wee man's name is Lennox Ryder Greg. So uh, yeah, I mean, you heard the little the, the little intro there uh, that was inserted. That was uh, that was Lennox's for one of Lennox's first, almost only cries. He's uh, he's completely different to to Logan. This time round, he's uh, he's a proper chilled out wee man, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, you know going going back into our last episode, the last episode of season one of the TRS. Uh, you know, we I was I was joking that you know the, the the wee man would arrive on the day or the day before the the muddy coastal trail. Little did I know, Tommy, he would arrive the day before the muddy coastal trail fifty, <laughs> night before. So I only had so Friday was meant to be the day of of getting things all all set up for the race and uh, you know I'm there I'm uh, uh, you know uh, eager and my my wife on to to to, to push baby number two out uh, and 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 she did she did just that so uh, yeah it was it was a it was a fantastic wee story you know we I think I might have mentioned it the last time um, Logan arrived you know with almost within two hours. Uh, so the and, and Debbie being on medication, she's on blood thinners. It basically means that she was like at the high risk sort of stage. So she had to be um, induced. And because Logan also arrived two weeks earlier, all these factors played a part in the induction process, which was you know it was it was pushed forward to a week before, uh, which was going to be the Wednesday, which would have been the. God, the Wednesday there, just thinking. So, so Lenny arrived on the on the eleventh of, of June, and and he was going to be due to be the sixteenth of June, but it ended up being the 9th of June because of all the because basically Lennox was ready to go. He was ready to enter the world, enter the planet Earth, and and you know show people what he is, and and, and that's what he did. So you know the induction was booked the Wednesday, no beds available. Um, and then Thursday, same same thing happened, and Friday came, and we got a bed and we got a room, and uh, Debbie gave birth, uh, and it was a water birth, which was 
a, a real, um, yeah, exactly what, what kind of Debbie wanted at some point since she's a swimmer herself. Uh, so having a water baby was right up her street. So, uh, wow. yeah, yeah, so it's, it's been, you know, the, it's been amazing. You know, he's a healthy wee man. You know, we're hugely grateful to the, you know, the NHS for, especially under COVID and things. And um, it was just just amazing, you know, having the second second wee, wee man. Uh, didn't know what the, the sex was at the time, so it was a, a wee surprise. So we've set, spent a, a, a huge fortune on, on clothes and things like that since it's a, a boy, not a girl. So <laughs> that's that's also good. Uh, and yeah, yeah, I think other than that, you know, it's been, um, you know, Debbie's been, she was amazing and she's also really healthy as well and just coming back slowly, recovering well. Uh Longer childbirth than than Logan, but um, you know, still, still, just only a few hours, which is good. So yeah, everyone's everyone's good in the hood. Everyone's good in the fatherhood, as they would say. Fatherhood, very good. And how are you? How is how is paternity? And you managed, I see you still. I mean, you're the only man I know who goes on paternity and immediately heads off on holiday, be it Chamonix or this time Glasgow. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's Costa del Glasgow. Eh? <laughs> so uh, no, paternity leave. I mean, I mean, I had, I had, I had a job to do the following day. You know, to get this race <laughs> underway, <laughs> make sure people end up going forest to Cullen and not Cullen to forest. So uh, you know, that was a a, a a huge success as well. We had fantastic feedback about the Murray Coastal Trail Race, Trail 50. It was the first one of the Murray Way Ultras. Um, we just had under 100 runners taking part. Um, it was a great day, really warm day. It was, I was a bit a bit of a zombie, as you would know, because I had to leave at like three in the morning on the on the Saturday morning, you know, uh, and, you know, arrive from get, get to forest, get things started up, get the registration all set up, get a start line, all that sort of things. And the course also wasn't marked at the time so that you know that was a in progress type of thing you know and not obviously i say i had to do all that you know i i had a a, a fantastic um group of marshals and volunteers who who helped out and made the the event happen which again i'm hugely hugely thankful for because without those guys the race just simply just wouldn't exist so um so i a huge Thank you to the to all the volunteers that helped. Um, it made my life a hell of a lot easier. That's for sure. I'm sure. Um, so yeah, thank you everyone for and and I'm sure you know the runners will thank them too. But uh, but yeah, you know it was just I, I was a you know I was an absolute zombie on the day. I mean I just wanted to get through it, but I was just fueling adrenaline. You know, like adrenaline and caffeine. Adrenaline from yeah. just being a dad for the second time, but caffeine as well from the, you know, or adrenaline from the caffeine as well, you know, from the coffee I was having. So it was great. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll chat about the results of, of that race as well. And, uh, and no doubt some of the other event races that were taking part um, that, that have been happening in the last few weeks as well. Eh? Indeed. So, well, before we jump onto that, then let's... Um... Let's stick on you then. So how? So we've last time I can't remember when the last time. Do you know? I think I was. I don't think I spoke to you since I was in the Alps. In the Alps. I mean, I think. I don't, I don't know. know. We, I don't think we have. But I think last before. I, since anyway, a lot's gone down. But what one thing that's gone down? I think we broke the news last time we were on that the uh, this uh, ACP hundred K plate uh, team has been announced and and that's uh, right. the, yeah. 
the the experienced head of Cal Gregg is joining all the young guns and the Scotland team, which is great. All the whippersnappers. Now, all these whippersnappers. So it's end of August. You've got you still got a bit of time left. How how is the training going? Uh, it's a it's a, a great question. Um, Thanks. <laughs> it's a great question, Tommy. Uh, uh, I think it's going okay. Um, obviously. <clears throat> Having a, it's been it's been a circus, and you know it's a circus at the moment in in the Greg household with having two kids, uh, working you know a couple of you know part time jobs, working at the Athletics Trust Scotland, uh, you know working as a running coach and, and obviously the event side of things. So it's uh, you know juggling that plus training plus um, you know the work life balance and it's it's quite tough. Um, I'm still trying to figure it out. I think. Before all this happened, it was a little bit easier. And, but I, I think, you know, I've, I've got to prioritise what's important. The kids' family comes first. Um, you know, and then obviously we've got to make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm doing as well as I can in terms of the work side of things. Uh, and then training kind of works and fits around all that as well. I'm luckily enough, lucky enough to be able to be quite flexible with that too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's just, getting you know it's just really just getting the 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 sessions in the key sessions in getting the volume in, getting the and and i've i've been doing okay like i've been as i said in the last few episodes i've been bubbling away doing sessions and 60 miles a week 70 miles a week in the last couple of weeks i've started pushing that up to like 80 to 90 miles a week but doing like some big days, uh, you know, like last week I did 20 miles on the treadmill and then I did 10 miles on the treadmill. Uh, and then this week, come this week past, I, d- I did a 50K, almost a 50K. I think it was quite a 50K, uh, three hours-ish, round a running trip, round a, a motor racing track, Tommy. Who is this? I saw that, yeah. Okay. Um, but the motor racing track is, uh, it, I'm lucky enough to be... Um, yeah, you know, given given access to that, um, which was which has been instrumental for my training. I think it will be in the next few weeks anyway, because Afa is not a flat place, is it? You know, there's a lot of hills and bumps. Yeah, finding a flat section in Afa is like finding a needle in a haystack, a hay, needle <laughs> needle in a haystack. Um, so so yes, yeah, so it it's perfect. It's a 400 meter. I think it's about a 400 meter track. Um, the the bends are quite tight, but it's absolutely perfect for what I'm going to be faced faced upon when it comes to the the the, the race in near in, in Ireland in mid August, which is around the racetrack, around the motor racing track. So I've been you know bouncing around in my night zooms. Uh, I haven't. I've got a pair of next Alpha flies or whatever they're called, Tommy. Oh, yeah. I haven't tried they them on yet. I'm far too yeah. scared to. But I'll, I'll have to try them on before the race day and see see what happens. See how how many strides it takes me to get around four hundred meters. I'm sure it's only a couple, you know, couple per couple of strides right. per four hundred. Couple of bounces. Couple of bounces. Um. So yeah, no, I think training's going okay. Um. Still a lot of work to do. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm just going to try and get get through into a reasonable shape. I'm not. I'm not going to. I don't think there'll be fireworks and you know, fireworks but and, and things like that. But I'll do I'll do my best to 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 do a you know a decent shift for the team. That's for sure. Do you not think I mean I don't repeat on the spoiler, but have you not got a chance at meddling? If you uh, if, is think, that is that not is that not incentive enough? My my aim is to get a medal, yeah. I, I mean coming third last time I've I've got to 
try and do better. Uh, you know, I, I don't know who's race. I obviously know the Scottish team and they've got a huge, a strong contingent as we chatted about a couple of episodes ago. You know, Jason, Jason Kelly's running well. Chris is running well. You know, he had a great marathon build. Um, we've got Rob Turner, who's, you know, he's been, he's the, the British champion. Uh, he was he was just ahead of me in the, the, the Perth race a couple of years ago. We've got Nicky Johnston, who's a, a low t- 220 guy for the marathon. So it's a, a really strong team from the, you know, and certainly the, the girls' side as well. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll certainly, I'll, I'll do my best. And you can only, the thing about these ultras is, you know, you've just got to run your own race and obviously you can, you can work together as a team like myself and Rob did on, on the, the, the race in Perth, you know, in the first 40 kilometers we ran together and, you know, just got a good pace going. We like, you know, helped each other in the wind and things that might happen on the day of the race for, for some of us. Um, but you, you do, you've got to run your own race because when it comes to hundred K, there's not that many tactics. You can run hundred K unless you're, you know, it's a hula of a day and you just, you do what the guys in the, 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 the 1500 meter heats and some of the races do, they just run a pedestrian 1k and then sprint the last lap of the race, you know, so, um, but yeah, you know, I, I think definitely aim for a medal uh, and just, you know, hopefully get a, a decent time depending on what the conditions are like, because it could be a really hot day. I mean, that 50k around, almost 50k, I've got to say. It was a really warm morning. It was about 18 degrees by the time I finished. And I thought, Jesus, my water's run out here. I'm feeling a bit faint. <laughs> so, like, you just, but that's part of the game. It's acclimatizing to all the conditions. Uh, so even though I was, wasn't too, I mean, the, the Strava as well, you know, it shows that I was running faster than I actually was. You know, I was running probably a few seconds slower per mile, but same same time I was I was happy with how it went um you know I took a couple of breaks just because of the heat and things but it's you know you've got to when it comes to if the heat's gonna kill you you know and that's what happens in an right, ultra right. You, you've got to just run and that's why I say you've got to run your race you can't just look at a watch and just go by a certain pace when it's warmer if it's whatever you know so anyway I'm rambling folks so yeah, uh, so I don't know if that, that answers your question. I think I think it does. So what I'm taking from that is that you're you're an you're in a reasonable place. Considering you've still got what eight weeks to go or something like that, so that's good. Eight weeks to go. I'm getting in a bit of a routine now. Um, I, and, and you know, I'm still doing some buggy runs with the big man. Uh, Lenny's nice. too small for the buggy, but hey ho, you you know you'll soon grow into it, no doubt. Uh, but yeah, you, you, yeah put some, you know, just putting some padding or something like fill it out. There you go, folks. All the and, and that brings me on nicely to, to also say our guest interview today is none other than um uh, the 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 running buggy expert, uh, the running mummy of two, the current reigning Scottish marathon champion Jennifer Wetton. So we have got her on the show, uh, and she'll be on. And after Tommy gives us a, a wee update, eh? So indeed, so, yeah. So, so Tommy, the, the 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 listeners want to know. They didn't care about me anymore. I'm I'm I've made the big time now. I've I've managed to get another podcast and stuff. And uh, 
Uh, I was. So, so I hear about it. By the way, before you get before this head gets too big, I'd never heard of that podcast that we got oh. tagged on Twitter. No offense, <laughs> honestly, I feel terrible saying that. I yeah, I was. This was a. It was news to me. It tells me another podcast, and I realized it was a running podcast, a Scottish running podcast. I need to. I need to listen. I need to listen to the competition more. I think if this is this is it. Yeah, you, you do. You were uh, you were you were sorely missed. I actually thought you'd be fairly, you know, a, a wee bit jealous that you didn't get an invite. Yeah, uh, but you know, I, I'll give them a shout out because you know I've I've been a, an avid listener of them, uh, and it's not often I promote a Scottish podcast. There's not that many out there, but Young Hearts Run Free. So they're kind of you know a, a bit of a they they, um, they they come from a kind of like Scottish ultra kind of background and. You know, hugely passionate guys in the the ultra running scene, and um, you know their their banter as well. You know, certainly not as banterous as Tom and I, but you know they're they're getting there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're, you know, they they asked me to come on. They've had sort uh, awesome guests on the show, Debbie Martin Consani. They've had big Rob Turner on as well, James. Oh, very good. Yeah, all these all these big names. Uh, and um, yeah, yeah, it was it was good to ramble and. You know, it's good to collab as well. So we we have promised a wee TRS uh, run hearts, kind of young hearts run free collab. Uh, and and Tommy will get his get his uh, you know his big papa's virginity to get on another podcast. Hopefully, I'll pass. I'm I'm fine, thanks. Uh, you know me. I'm, I'm <laughs> I'll leave you to the moonlighting. That's that's that's. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. I mean, no, I mean, I'm, I'm going to, I will give it, a, I will give the, I'll give those boys a listen then. Um, they, they, they know your dad, eh? They know your dad. What? Good old uh, Mr. Father Brian himself. Um, you know, this is bonkers. How have I never heard of this podcast? They know him. They know the car. What? Wait, what are they, who are the, know what the names of the guys who host it? Wait, you, you go and, you go I'm not going to know them, do I? Who are they? I'm, I'm honestly not joking here. Who are they? Steve, well, Stephen Watt, Stephen Watt. Right. I think he worked with your dad, eh? Wow, okay, that is uh that that rings a bell. Does he? Yeah, but uh, the the uh, let me. Let I'm, me. I'm, I'm gonna give this a listen. I'm, I'm not. I, I'm. Uh, you think I've said this before? I don't. I actually don't listen to running podcasts. That's that's the thing. I'm. Uh, I'm a bit of a... that. Uh, what is it? You what is it? what's that stuff? That podcast you listen to? Um... Oh, mate, I'm all over the tour at the moment. The, the cycling podcast and the the move by Lance Lance, Lance Armstrong's podcast. That's where it's at. John Cassidy and Stephen Watt. There you go. John Cassidy. Okay, very good. Yeah. So uh, yeah, have a listen. But they know your dad and know you. So they uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> this is bizarre. This is really bizarre. Okay. Uh, if uh, if they happen to be listening to this podcast, and I'm excited. I will be in the next week. I'm going to give that a listen, and I'll be. Uh, You're big time, I'll, Tommy. I'll give a shout out next week. You don't, there's all these people who listen to you, you don't even know who they are. You should you should know every single listener. Wow, we've got too many to know, mate. You know, that's the <laughs> that's the problem. You know, we, we can't all, you know, once once you once you break that 2000 mark, it's very difficult to put a name <laughs> to every face. Per episode, yeah. <laughs> oh me. Well, uh, anyway, I tell you, actually, I tell you, speaking of breaking ducks, uh I didn't I was very sad that uh, with our travel uh, issues and whatnot getting back, I wasn't able to get back for the fast five thousand. But um, the the TRS um, they were the Fast Five Thousand is a track race in uh, in Paris, super quick race. Um, it was on the weekend there, five thousand meters, of course. Night the ten thousand style they were going for. I couldn't make it back sadly, even though it was on the start list. A few, a few of the Team Langland boys were running it, but um, the organizer Simon Messenger was uh, given 
the on the all the official race feed they were giving it like a, a list of all the athletes uh and i saw i i've saw some notifications come through that they've they've tagged trs in there which i'm really gutted that i didn't make i wasn't actually on the start list uh and a bit of trs uh, hookup we got active route involved so active route were a sponsor of a, a race in paris which is pretty <laughs> good for them yeah. very good for them i was i was a bit sorry that i wasn't able to get to be in paris to help them out but yeah, I thought it was very cool. So I'm really hoping that we, I'm hoping they might see me be able to buy Active Route without paying customs. Oh, <laughs> I like Did you like sneak? Well, I mean, who sneaked it in? I think. Uh, well, I mentioned it to. I've, I've mentioned to the Active Boys. Mentioned it to Simon about uh, about the. I said, you know, these are a good Scottish sports drink company. You might want to look at. And uh, uh, anyway, yeah, they've. Uh, it turns out they've, they've got the, that connection's made and they're sorted out. So uh, yeah, so Active Route, if you're if you're listening, I'm still waiting on my. Uh, Shipment to, pa- to Paris, so get it sorted. <laughs> yeah, Luke. I think I, I, I've got stuff for you here, eh? I've got like a whole, uh, a whole, a whole load of stuff for you. Nice. Anyway. Uh, anyway, on my side, not much, uh, not much at all. I, I think the the best I can say is that today is is day one of London. Start reboot, start again. Last week I managed to I had a week off. Uh, I was back in Scotland, which was great. I uh, spent the week in space out with family and actually I managed to reboot, finally get the first decent mileage uh, weekend in like two months. So really good to get a bit of a kickstart. Got a long run in, which did two things. A, the long run was good because I'm getting 20 miles. It was a kind of really jump start in the marathon training. It also showed me I'm, I'm, I'm not in shape at the minute. I've got a lot of work to do. I bonked badly in the in the last uh, last ten k. I, I was the last ten kilometers. It was like every couple of kilometers. I was. It was really hot. You know, here excuses, excuses. Get let's get this little piling out. But it was really hot. I didn't fuel. I didn't have water. Super naive. And every couple of kilometers, I was stopping to walk. In fact, one stage when the road came past the spay, I pulled over the spay, got into the river just to cool down. I was just. I, I was in bits. Anyway, not a, not a a good run. But I'm. Uh, it's a. It, it's a. It's good kickstart. So now today is Monday, the fifth of July. I've got sixteen weeks, sorry, twelve weeks to London. So um, yeah, we'll get we'll get moving. And we've got Antrim on route, and uh, and potentially the, the French half marathon championships as well on route. So I've got. I feel I feel like I'm gonna play. I've got a plan. I've I spent the last couple of weeks writing up my plan for the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm gonna do this self coached. I'm gonna do it my way. I, I've kind of. I'm up, I'm up for it. And actually, that's another reason why it's good for the, the season two uh, that we're going to, we'll be, we've kind of lost in the last few months, I feel, this sort of update and where our training has been. And now you're going to hear every, certainly on my side, you're going to hear every, you're going to hear it blow by blow. You're going to hear when I'm, uh, I've smashed a session. You're going to hear when I've fallen apart. You're going to oh. hear when I'm taking a wilder poo in the middle of <laughs> on the Bois Boulogne. You're going to hear when I'm cruising down cruising a, a tempo session and giving high fives to all the prostitutes lining the streets in the, oh. in the Bois de Boulogne. It's all coming. Um, so uh, it's good. And even little things like we're going back to the office uh, three days a week. And do you know why that's good? It's because it means I can uh, run commute as well. You know, these are things that will kickstart it. I'm not, if I'm honest, I'm not a huge fan of working at home. I'm quite keen to get back in the office and get a bit of routine. So, uh, yeah. So we're going to get going. And I'm also keen to see over the next couple of months, what is London going to be like? Because we're going to talk about results in a minute. We've seen more and more races come back, which is good. Back to basics was last weekend in Forest. But, you know, we've still not seen a big race, a big road race. 
certainly not seen how that goes. We've had the hundred people on the on the Murray Coastal Trail, which is great. Uh, we've had yeah, back to basics I mentioned, a couple of track races, but we've still not had you know twenty thirty thousand runners around the streets of the, or even ten thousand runners around the streets of, of a city. So I'm very intrigued, and surely, surely London are going to have to give us some announcements soon. Um, so that'll be good. And also, I'm rambling a bit here, but also we've got the Olympics. And that's maybe a bit, when we come after Jen's jumped on, we can maybe uh, catch that in news. But with all the Scots coming on, I'm thinking, Kyle, as I listen to daily updates on the tour, I'm wondering whether we look at doing some, like, every day a Scottish athlete's in action, we do a TRS coverage, like a 20, oh, 30 minute easy. daily. Easy. Drifting athletics, you know, we're not, we're, don't you synchronize swimming fans who've got the Dumfries diver or whatever, or some superb um, archer, archer from uh, wherever, from Livingston competing. We're only covering athletics. But, uh, and even race walking, nah, we're talking about it. I'm joking, of course, but certainly that'd be cool because I'm really, I think it's, uh, I, I love listening, to, I love watching a tour stage, listening to a bit of, a bit of uh, punditry, so We'll put a bit of uh, a bit of TRS punditry on that as well. Oh, definitely. Well, I think I'm glad to hear that you're back. You know, all singing, all dancing, Tommy. This is day one, and I've got to say, you know, I've been looking at your Strava, and you have been doing some some bigger kind of runs there. You you are starting to get back on track, which is great. Um, you know, obviously you've 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 been you've been um, you know spending quality time the last couple of weeks with family and things, which which you kind of need, you know, and I think this is really important as a theme in TRS is to make, you know, we, we've obviously had our own break, but guys, you know, listeners, you got to reset as well, you know, <clears throat> I'm losing my voice, uh, but you, you, you really do. There's got to be a point and everyone's different in how they reset, but especially when it comes to races, work, work life, whatever it is, you need to make sure that you, you have your own time and, uh, in, in you make sure that you've your your batteries are fully charged if it comes to you know when it comes to going back into training because you know training can can be pretty pretty dull if you're you know you're mentally tired or physically and or both physically and mentally tired so um you know de- definitely take advantage of resetting even though you lose a bit of fitness I can guarantee if you stick stick with it you'll you'll come back uh, you know at the same level of fitness if not stronger than you were before so there you go folks that's my that's our take home for the night eh um but talking about somebody who's you know come back from fitness or uh you know after having having a kid and and this is baby number two is scotland's reigning marathon champion just like our our good old man mikey wright is um now it must be quite a proud thing to say that you've been this the national champion uh, and you've had two kids almost. Um, you've had two kids almost within that time, uh, and and still be the champion. That, that's pretty cool, eh? And obviously, COVID delayed the the last um, the last Scottish Marathon Championship. So here we have uh, Jennifer Wetton on the show. Okay, so we have Jennifer Wetton on the show. This is, uh, we've been meaning to get you on for a good couple of years now, Jennifer. But Jennifer is the reigning national marathon champion. 
I believe. Is that correct? Yeah, th- thanks to COVID, I still have the title. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, we had your good club mate Michael Wright on the show, and we said the exact same thing to him, and uh, it was it was brilliant. It was it was brilliant to to, to kind of have a have a national champion, even though you're you're national champion two years in the row, and you, you don't even have to do anything. And the second- no, it's great. Like you can get pregnant and have a baby and still keep your title. And <laughs> yeah, <life> exactly. <laughs> It's brilliant. So, but you, but Jennifer, you've been, you've, you've been the national champ. Is this how many years in a row? Is this was it the first year? Except you've won it before, haven't you? Is that right? Um, yeah, I think it was back in twenty fourteen that I last had yeah. it. So it's, it's only been the twice at the the marathon, yeah, yeah. and that was at the Loch Ness Marathon, I think, wasn't it? It was. The yes. Championships. Brilliant. Yes, that, that, that's one of my favourite marathons. Oh, yeah. I, I see. You, you know, you always tend to do really well there. You must have done, done run that one a couple of times now. Is that right? Um, I think I've run it four times now. Yeah, yeah. it was the first first marathon that I finished um, in yeah. 2013. Not the first marathon I've started. That was London, but that didn't go so well the first time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was back in 2014, 2016 and 2018. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. Well, Jennifer, I've known you for God knows how long now, like decades, eh? You know, it shows how yeah. old we are now. I mean, we're still running to this day. That's uh, first, I think for me, and anyway, I think it's remarkable that I'm, my hips are still letting me run, but maybe not you. You know, you're you're like a, you know, you're like a, a power mum, you know, like you're, <laughs> you're, 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 you're still running, you're running with a buggy, you're still the national champion. It's more than you can say about me. Uh, and it, it's, it's brilliant so I you know for me as a you know knowing you for so long you know you started off in the sport um, and uh, yeah just a little bit of an intro really you know a little bit about how you got into the sport would be would be quite good even though I've got a kind of idea but I want you to you know let us yeah. know how you got well, into it. I started running um, at the end of 1997 um so before some of your listeners were born probably <laughs> um I was uh was at my um island school sports day so I grew up on the Isle of Arran and every year yeah. they had a, a sports day with all the primary schools taking part in the summer yeah. and I remember sitting and watching a girl running the, the 800 meters that was the, the furthest she could do right. and she won it by some margin and I just thought wow I want to do that so I yeah, started training yeah. with my dad, who he had done a bit of running like in the 80s. He, he ran yeah, a marathon yeah. in yeah. 84 and still has the T-shirt. Um, oh, so he wow. started training with me and um, I managed to, to win that same race the next year. And then it just kind of escalated from there, really doing some cross countries uh, with my high school. Um, yeah. First ever cross country race was the, the Ayrshire Schools Championships. And I fell over on the start line because it was muddy and I didn't have spikes at that point. I probably was wearing high-tech silver shadows. It was oh, that long yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it um, started from there, um, got into doing quite a, a lot of cross country, um, yeah. ended up running for City of Glasgow for a while because they um, they could give me more kind of opportunities to be part of a team and, and yeah. run on the track. Um, yeah. And then moved to Stirling in... 2004 to start university um, and got involved with uh, Central at that point Um, and before then my dad had been coaching me and he he used to try to um, take us to 
as many different types of running events as possible. So yeah. you know, me and my brother, we were we're running on the road, we're running on the hills, we're yeah. running on the trails before it was yeah. a, a popular thing to do. Um, <laughs> just yeah. to expose us to as, as much as possible. So used to do quite a bit of track and quite a bit of hill running. Yeah. Don't do either of those anymore it's mostly just uh on the roads and at the uh, park runs that you'll yeah. uh you'll find me these days yeah yeah so that's kind of where i got to know you was from the hill running and that was um god that yeah like 2003 2004 but mm. that's kind of when i started taking up this, probably maybe a couple of years before that um and uh and yeah i mean obviously you, you were hugely talented you know you got you were in the scottish team uh, you know, probably not just in hill running, probably in cross country and all the all the other disciplines, no doubt. You know, you were you were certainly one of the top junior athletes as well. Um, so what you know, when it came to the the sort of from the transition from junior to senior, and that that's sometimes I think if you've been in the sport for so long, it can be a real challenge to to just you know continue the longevity. So. You know, how did that look for you and, and you know what what made you know what's what's kind of what were the hurdles when it came to um to, to coping with the transition from junior to senior yeah I mean, it's it's difficult difficult to do when you have been you know reasonably good as a junior and there there is this sort of expectation and pressure that comes yeah. with moving to being a senior because people think that you know you'll you'll do it easily and you'll start doing well straight away yeah. um for me, um, you know, I, I went to university. I um, I enjoyed the student life uh, yeah. more than a lot of people do. Um, <laughs> but I, I kept uh, kept at the running um, on the yeah. side, so that then when I came out the other end of that, you know, I was was able to you know push on and then try to establish myself as a senior. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it helped that I kind of moved up the distances, like as a new distance became. <laughs> Oh, sorry screaming baby here okay, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> as the no. new distance became available I kind of I moved up so after yeah. I left university I moved on to half marathons and then the marathon after that um so it kind of gave me a, a new focus um but yeah it took quite quite a while to um figure out the marathon and and that sort of thing and yeah. a, lot, a lot of miles and a lot of bad races um but it, it has been has been difficult to, to fit it in and now I've got a whole other challenge with having the children as well um yeah. and a lot of the time my, my husband works away um so at the moment we're we're on our own he's, he's away on a two-week stint and then he'll be home for a few days and then yeah. then off again um so a lot of my running these days is um with the buggy yeah. um because otherwise I just I couldn't couldn't get it in um, I do have a treadmill in the house now, um, in the conservatory. So it's probably melting in there today because it's too hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. And until the the kids are sleeping more reliably, it's not like I can you know get up at five in the morning and do a run before they're awake. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, well, just just a, a, a kind of just a thing for the listeners. You know, Jennifer, Jennifer is um, is an absolute champ right now. She's. She's a the, the master of multitasking. Uh, she's she's got our wee baby who's congratulations four months old. What's her name again? I completely this is lost. Lucy. You, sorry, what was that? Lucy. Lucy. So there's Lucy and there's Adam as well. Adam's uh, three years now, isn't he? He's a, yeah, that's right. Three years. Uh, and obviously, the last time I saw Adam, he was in a buggy in there. Uh, and and it, he must have been about one year old, and that was at the National yeah. Cross Country Champs. So it's uh, it's it's funny how time flies. Anyway, but a big congratulations on your second uh, baby, Lucy. 
who's absolutely adorable just now. And, you know, I think this is maybe like, other than Logan, this is the second baby on the show. And uh, so, hello, Lucy, how you doing? We're going to record this and you're going to be on it for decades and decades. Uh, it's a to find Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, like, I suppose, you know, you're, you're, you've had that, such a stellar career in terms of the marathon uh, running and you know your your PB is is it two forty six for the marathon? Is that two forty six? Always always wanted to get under that two forty five, but yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it it should have happened in twenty seventeen in Manchester. But you know those days that you absolutely dread with your stomach playing up. Oh, I had no, had, no. had one of those and it was yeah. absolutely horrific. Uh, less said about that, the better. Um, <laughs> but just got under two forty eight. But that that was a, a two forty two, two forty three day. I know yeah. it was. But oh, anyway. it, yeah, it's so <laughs> it's so frustrating. But you know, like so far, I mean, you're. I think you're around about my my age group now. I think you. I think we kind of we're in the same age age category. So with many still many years of of running left. But you know, in terms of your your sort of outlook on on running, you kind of touched on it. You know, your mama too now, and um and just what's is your perception of running the same as it was as you're growing up in, from junior to senior and and now being a mum? Are you still like? Have you do you look look at running in a different way now than, than before I think so um I when when I was younger I I trained to compete yeah and that was it I, I loved to race and the training was just something that you had to do to be able to race well yeah. and that's what I wanted to do um over this last year I think you know the lack of races hasn't bothered me um yeah. I was racing a bit less anyway and I was I was doing more park runs and I mean, perhaps that seems that you know I'm not taking things so seriously that I'm just you know running around a park run with my buggy but running around a park run with your buggy and trying to run under 20 minutes it is still quite a challenge and you do need to train hard to be able to do it um but I've just sort of realized you know I I run because I love it I don't necessarily run to compete um so I've been having a bit of fun with it this last year you know getting involved in like virtual races and scavenger hunts and I've got a a weekly um 5k meetup to do a a not park run with uh, some friends um things like that it's been nice just to enjoy yeah. running for the sake of running um been thinking like you know what are my goals now yeah. coming back from a second child I mean I want to get back into some sort of shape but haven't quite figured out what I want to do with it yeah. um and I, I'd been thinking initially you know aim for a marathon in October because that you know that that'll get me back in in reasonable shape but um I'm now not so sure that's yeah. going to happen um Lucy is breastfed pretty much exclusively she is refusing to take a bottle whereas Adam <laughs> refused to breastfeed and would only take a bottle which was a lot easier on the running front yeah. um so because I can't just you know run whenever I want I need yeah. her to feed before I can actually physically manage to run yeah. um and then I can't leave her for too long I just don't think it would be practical to be thinking of a, a marathon this year yeah. but then also you know, I think I actually enjoy the training for it more than the actual event. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm not too bothered about that, but I was thinking, you know, I need, need some goal to, yeah. to challenge me. And then I've been thinking silly things like, or, you know, there's a half marathon at the Sterling marathon. If that goes ahead, yeah. wonder if they'd let me run it with the buggy. Could you run under oh, wow. 90 minutes with a double buggy? Oh, but then thinking how heavy Adam's going to be by then when he's freestyling yeah. already. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. Know. I'll, I'll come up with some some silly goal. But yeah. I mean, 
that one of the things that I really want to do is get my uh, 500 park run t-shirt. Wow. So, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I just have to keep going to do that. So yeah. hopefully I'll manage that one day. <laughs> I think, you know, knowing, knowing you, Jennifer, like I think the thing that really inspires me about you and no doubt some of the people who follow you and uh, or see Lucy's yawn in there. Sorry, I'm so boring, Lucy. Apologies. Um, is uh, is the fact that it, it's it, it's completely true how much you enjoy the sport, and you can see that, you know, when when I see your 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 social media, like you just love running, you know. And I think, and it's not it, regardless of you being a top level athlete, you just love to do it, and and I really I really admire that, you know. You're in it for the love of it, not just to to win and to compete and. Uh, you know, I think you're a real ambassador when it comes to, you know, juggling everything as well, you know, running and being a mom and, uh, you know, just taking part in the community type events as well, which I think is amazing. And, uh, and yeah, like five, five how, you're always doing a park run, you know, it must be every, every you know, once before COVID, it must have been every week you were doing one, eh? Yeah, I would, I would try to do them every week if I could, whenever I was yeah. in the country. Um, I think I'm at 177 when it stopped. Okay. So it's a bit annoying that I've now had this massive gap because yeah. I had this uh, this long-term plan. Um, I figured out my 40th birthday is on a Saturday and I thought if I could run my 500th park run oh. on my 40th, that would be <laughs> how I would celebrate. Yes. Um, but unfortunately, uh, we've missed too many weeks now. So oh, no. that's not going to happen anymore. Even with the new, even with New Year and uh, Christmas, when they do double days, eh? Uh, that's yeah. Uh, that's that's awesome. But yeah, I mean, I think in terms of you know your outlook and your goals, I mean, you'll no doubt have some sort of wacky challenge that you'll do. But going to the the double buggy, you know, is uh, you there must be a, a what's the dubby the dubby? I can't even speak today. The double buggy world record for. Or, or for a male or, or and or a female for for the half it must be you must I, be I don't know but it, it must be quick because there was a woman who ran a full marathon with a triple yeah. okay. buggy and, yeah. and that was about three hours ten minutes oh really so wow. must be a downhill be course eh? yeah. well, perhaps I don't know <laughs> maybe you get an e-buggy now and uh, it <laughs> yeah, makes it easier <laughs> um, no I, I reckon it must be under under three hours yeah but yeah. um the, the weight the weight of the double it's something else particularly ah. when you've got a like massive toddler this might be a this might be boring chat for some people who haven't got kids but I want to get into the sort of the nitty-gritty because obviously mm -hmm. you know I'm going to be a mom I was going to say a mom or two there maybe <laughs> ah, maybe maybe in, in the future who knows uh, a, a dad or two um and uh you know Relating it to running, obviously you've got a running buggy. Um, you, it's an out and about one. You had the single one, so is that? Oh out? no, it's the the Thule one that Thule I've one, got. Yeah. The yeah. Urban Glide. Ah right. Yes, yeah, so I've got the the single version, um, and then I got the double version as yeah. well. Nice. So and we 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 really. Sorry. You taking Lucy out for a spin on it yet? Or? Well, yeah, I, I hope the buggy police don't listen because the, <laughs> the official the official rules are that you shouldn't run with them in the buggy until they're six months old because they're not strong enough. But I think that's mainly based on having them in the actual buggy seat, which yeah. I mean, she can't sit up by herself. So she, she's not big enough to be in a seat like that. Um, so I do have the car seat attachments for it. So she ah. goes in the car seat. Yeah. Um, Again, they say you shouldn't run with them in the car seat because it makes the buggy unstable and it, it could perhaps topple over. But 
we mainly run on cycle paths and smooth yeah. surfaces. And I mean, if it's bumpy, I'm not going to be trying to run along at six minute mile pace or anything <laughs> yeah. and risk her falling right. out. But um, she she seems to to like it. I've been running with her for perhaps longer than I technically should have, but um, it's always a smooth surface that we're yeah. on. It's, you know, we, we drive along rougher roads than what we yeah. run on. And she, well, she's perfectly safe in the car seat and she goes to sleep most of the time. So yeah. I take it that means she's comfortable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we run together most days uh, when Adam's at the Childminders. Um, then the other days I do take them both out with the double. Yeah. Um, it is a challenge. The buggy itself is about five kilos heavier. And then with the heavier child in as well, I reckon it's between 45 and 50 kilos that you're, you're pushing along. Yeah. Um, and on, on flat, if you're on a flat path and it's a straight line, it's fine because, you know, momentum just keeps you going. When you have to turn corners, it's a lot harder on your shoulders to yeah. steer it. Yeah. Um, when you go up a hill, it, or you grind to a halt. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but... Um, it's uh yes yeah, it's, it's good fun i i seem to be managing okay the the kids seem to enjoy it but yeah. adam's getting so big and at some point he's just going to refuse to get in and, yeah, and no, i don't know what i'm going to do then <laughs> you get one of those buggy boards and you can like stand and and and, and watch you know i don't know if that would work because I, I you know i truly don't buggy like that but um but you know i, I completely agree uh we had logan in the car seat with the running buggy at a young age and exactly like you you know it was probably it's in my eyes and probably a lot of people's eyes it's a lot safer than being in a car because in a car you're likely you know this you crash a car then you know it's it's not as as, as good as just you know being in a buggy on a, a fairly controlled environment as well so um yeah d definitely agree with you there but the other thing i was going to kind of mention was um you know just in terms of your your, your, your different experiences with running during pregnancy uh, with Adam and running during pregnancy with 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 uh, with Lucy in, in kind of pre and post childbirth. Mm -hmm. What what was that like for you? Was the experiences the same for both, uh, or were they slightly different? No, it was uh, it was quite different both times, and it surprised me because everyone tells you every pregnancy is different. And yeah. you're just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. But then when you actually experience it firsthand and realize, yes, it is different. Yeah. Um, but then I think going into pregnancy with Adam, I, I was coming off an injury um, with my Achilles. So I wasn't, you know, fully fit going into it. So I probably part, partly did less because of that. Whereas going into it with Lucy, I was, you know, running quite a lot and quite fit going in. Yeah. So I think that started me off in a better place. Okay. Um, I was surprised by how much, how long I was able to kind of keep going as normal with her. Um, I, I think with Adam, I was still doing sessions of sorts up until about 18 weeks. When okay. I say a session, you know, I mean, my reps, they were hardly flat out. It was just, you know, slightly quicker and, yeah. um, and then with Lucy, I think it was up to about 30 weeks. I was still trying wow. to do some sort of interval. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was actually able to keep running continuously up until the day we went to uh, be induced. Oh, wow. Um, whereas with Adam, for quite a while, I've been running, <laughs> I've been running there like every other day and going to the gym. Yeah. Um, I can't get to the gym now. So I cancelled my membership and with COVID anyway, I couldn't have yeah. done it. Um, so it was useful that I, I could keep going. Um, so I, mean, I was 
only doing about four miles a day and then doing my, my park run on the weekend. That was the only stuff yeah. I was doing during a week. Yeah, just obviously, you know, your experiences with, with Lucy and Adam, um, you know, in the run up to pregnancy and then, um, you know, post pregnancy as well. So like, you know, how yeah. how's that been for you? You know, just getting back into running, has, has it been? Was yeah, both- so um, with both of them, I had like six weeks of no running after they were born. That's yeah. kind of what you're, you're recommended to do. Yeah. Um, Adam was uh, a large baby. He yeah. was nine pounds 13. So with that comes, you know, quite extensive damage. We yeah, won't go into that. But um, so the, the NHS provided a physio for me at six weeks to check that you know I was I was okay at that point okay um but they don't really look at you from a sports point of view just oh, are, right, are you yeah. fit to go on with life yeah um so after Lucy was born she was only seven pounds 11 so we, we did a lot better there yeah. um <laughs> but I, I went to see our private pelvic health physio mm-hmm. um thanks to Morag Miller for uh, oh, nice. insisting yeah. that I, I did that um so that that was very very useful I would recommend that every woman tries to do that after a baby just to to make sure that you know you are fit to resume running yeah um and fortunately, at that stage, she said that, yeah, I, I could start running again. So I remember going and I was so nervous that she was going to tell me that, no, I was was still a mess and I, I couldn't oh, really? run yet. Um, but she said, yeah, she said things were, were OK. So I started running again at the, the six week point. Yeah. Um, and I've been was surprised with how much fitness I'd actually kept. I'd, um, I'd been out walking with the buggy a lot um since Lucy was born before I could run and then I'd been on my my spin bike as well doing some short little interval sessions just just so that I could feel like I was working and and get a sweat on and you know just feel a little bit normal again um but then the the running um I've been really surprised at how well it's gone in this comeback like it's almost too good to be true which makes me a bit nervous um but I'm up to running between 60 and 70 miles a week I've got my long run up to about 15 miles um and I think this is sort of the highest volume I can actually fit in at the moment Mm -hmm. without totally knackering myself um because it is exhausting looking yeah. after two children and trying to run as well. And, you know, I, I don't want to risk getting unwell or getting injured by, you know, trying to do what I used to do. Cause I mean, when yeah. I was marathon training, you know I mean? I'd be running 90, hundred miles every week, yeah. running twice a day. And yeah. it would just be too much to, to try and fit in now. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but it's, it's all, um, all going quite well. And we're, we're back to doing our pretend park runs. I so like We've actually ticked off one of my goals for the year and we managed to get under 20 minutes with the double buggy. That's but amazing. I feel like I'll need to do it uh, officially. So yeah, it can, yeah. It's not on power of 10 because it wasn't a real park <laughs> run. So did it actually happen? Yeah, they don't, even even then though, do they, you know, if you were to get, you know, run with a buggy, did they put anything on your power of 10 with a buggy and power? Um, no, they, they don't mark it as a buggy. And you know, I, I think Strava ought to have a category for buggy running. <laughs> They need to, you just need to like, um, yeah, create, we should create our own little, uh, yeah, parkrun buggy campaign. Because uh, I, I did a parkrun uh, when I was in Florida and it was, I can't remember the name of it, but I, I, I got the, I was nervous uh, doing it because I was like, I'm racing here with a buggy. It was pretty cool. And, Log, you know, Logan was like buzzing for it. He was well excited. I mean, he had no idea what was going on, but I'd mm-hmm. imagine, you know, 
And then that, if I was to go to park run now and run, he would be like, wow, all these people, this is really exciting. And like, you know, and you're shouting, go, go, go. you like, you'll, you'll get proper, yeah, excited. And I'm sure Adam will be like that once park runs. Yeah, I remember we, we do um, our little park run group on, on the Saturday. Adam calls it run club. So yeah. when we go to run club, um, we do it as a handicap because it's a very, very sort of mixed of a, a mixed ability group. So we, we set uh, like sort of people off at 26 minutes pace and they, they go off and then you you wait until it's your turn to go. And then Adam always shouts, he shouts three, four, eight, nine, ten, 10, go, go. And we, we set off going, I'll, I'll correct him later on that. Um, and then he'll be like, mommy, catch that man. So um, he, he kind of, he knows what's happening, but I mean, for him, you know, you can race around the house and someone wins and he cheers. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it could be, I could do easier things and he'd still be quite happy. Oh, I love it. I love it. Brilliant. Well, Jennifer, it's been great having you on. But before you go, I'm going to just get you to, you know, answer some fartlet questions uh, in no, no particular order. They're quick. They can be as long or as short as you, you want them to be. Uh, so what's your favourite running distance? Um, distance probably 10k. 10k. I thought I, th- I thought you'd have said uh, either parkrun or marathon. Yeah, yeah. No, but you know, I actually I love parkrun, but I hate 5k. <laughs> and I know that sounds ridiculous, but 5k's they're just it's eyeballs out the whole right. way, and it just hurts so much. But for some reason, when I call it parkrun, it appeals to me more. Oh, yeah, it's it's an unforgiven distance, isn't it? So it is. Yeah, uh, but a ten k you can slightly relax into your running. Yeah. So and it it's a quite a manageable distance. So yeah. say ten k is my favourite. Yeah, I like I like that. And what about what's your favourite running shoe then? What's uh, the shoe of choice that you would lace up with? Um, I always run in uh, Brooks Glycerin. Oh, um, I've, I've never never worn too many shoes in my life. Um, I just I go to a running shop and go on the treadmill, and they tell me, "Yeah, we think this is the shoe you need," and I buy that for about a decade. Oh, really? Um, oh. Before that, I was in Mizuno Wave Riders, nice. and now I've switched to Brooks. That was about five or six years ago. Yeah. Um, I've yet to wear a carbon plate. Oh, um, really? I have I have a pair of uh, the Hoka Carbon X twos upstairs in their box, never worn. But I, I don't know when I'm gonna break them out because at the moment, because I'm kind of coming back, yeah. I don't want to suddenly, you know, have a big improvement because uh-huh. I've got a shoe and then yeah. think, was that me or was that the shoe? So I'm gonna wait till things sort of plateau a bit and then uh, and bring them out. So like I'll be the one who turns up at Park Run with their buggy and their carbon plate shoes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be seeing these uh you know these you know mentioned mechanical doping on on buggies as we said e-buggies and carbon plated yeah. toolies and things like that i'm sure the probably is anyway uh <laughs> so what's your just kind of going slightly off topic what's your favorite movie Oh, do you know, I've been thinking about this as oh, what if they ask me once what I'll actually say. But I think <laughs> my favorite film is probably gone in 60 seconds. Oh, Nicolas Cage. Like yeah, it. stealing cars. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I'm a big fan of Nicholas uh, in acting wise. Maybe not in his later films anyway, that's for sure. <laughs> um and favorite training session. What's the training session of choice for you? Um I like something like three minute reps um like on the treadmill sometimes i'll do 10 by three minutes with a minute recovery yeah so it's not necessarily you know super fast but because you're getting that really short recovery 
it's yeah. hard. So yeah. I, I like that. And are you um are you doing sessions? Do you you know in term with the running buggy? Do you do sessions with the running buggy, or do you just like do you do a mix of stuff? Or is it just obviously you you, you do park run with the buggy, but is it just easy running in the buggy, or do you like? Um, what's I there? have been doing sessions. I I never used to. Yeah. Um, but just because of circumstances with husband working away. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've got to get in um, where you can. Eh? <laughs> exactly. I actually managed a solo session last week because he had the day off on a Tuesday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I do my sessions with the buggy. So yeah. times aren't, you know, what you'd really ah, want yeah. to be doing on your own. Yeah. But effort-wise, it's it's a good workout. And yeah. tomorrow the child mind has taken a day off. So whether it be on Tuesday, it'll be a double buggy session. So nice. that will oh. be fun. Yeah. No. yeah. And are you finding do you find any like I do a lot a lot of buggy running too maybe not as much at the, at the moment but I, I certainly do but do you find that you've you've changed you run differently or do you feel like you're stronger upper body or do you think it's like you just there's not really um, I mean I, I worry about my posture so I do yeah. try to make sure that I'm as upright yeah. as possible and part of the reason that I got the buggy I did was because the handle height adjusts and yeah. I'm 6'1 so I need it to be high up because the first buggy I had I was bending over and it was hurting my back a lot yeah. um so it was an excuse to splash out on a new one oh, nice. um but I, I do kind of because I'm running with it so much I do notice a big difference when yeah. I'm running on my own um, which is quite nice because you suddenly feel like you're you're floating because you've not got this big weight in front of you. I, I, get, I, get I, I run I run with it so much I don't really notice it anymore. Okay. I don't. I mean, obviously, it, it is quite tricky at times, but I I wouldn't say it's too difficult. Yeah. Okay. So if there was um if there was one more race that you would do, maybe you have done or you haven't done. Uh, what you know, COVID was to last another decade or so. What would uh, hopefully not? What would that race be? Um, some days I think you know I just want to do another park run, but um, no, I think bucket list race. I really want to do the West Highland Way. Oh really? Oh, okay. I, I walked it, walked it with my dad ten oh. years ago, um, and I've always thought, yeah, I want to get into ultra running. Just the oh. idea of seeing, you know, how far can you yeah. keep going for? It, I think you'd, I think you'd be really good at that. You know, obviously from your, you know, being such a resilient runner and running for so many years you've you've probably built up a real foundation and you know the hill running that you you've done in the past uh I think you would you'd love that you know in your marathon prowess so uh yeah it's uh, uh, maybe lace up uh see you at the west Highland way one one day if we ever maybe I'd say in the next next five to ten years hopefully I'll I'll make that move up but yeah, like you know with, with juggling family commitments and that sort of thing not not sure when I'll I'll be able to actually do the training for it but yeah that that's, that's what I would like to do yeah it's that's the funny thing isn't that you know ultra running you've got to go out for hours and hours and end and I don't know about you but you know sometimes I, I get that guilt feeling when it comes to going out for a long run and your your kids at home you feel really guilty do you, do you get that at all do you, you know like yeah. if you want to go out or do you you know uh -huh. like, well my you know my, my hubby's looking after them now you know what's what's that kind of that attachment detachment feel like for you when you, you know you're... And you, you do you do feel guilty that you know kind of leaving them but then I think it's good for them mm -hmm. to have time without me yeah. and it's good for me to have time without them yeah. um and 
you know, I, I, after Adam was born, I did quite like getting back into the marathon training because I could leave him, you know, and Mark could feed him a bottle and that sort right. of thing. And it, it was good for them to have time together and bond. And it was good yeah. for me to have, you know, time to myself. Um, this time I've not been having so much of the time to myself just because yeah. of the, the feeding. Um, but yeah, you, you, sh you can't feel too guilty about it because, you know, you need to look after your own health and your own mental health before you can really look after them to the best of your ability. So, yes, it's very important to, to take that time for yourself, even though you do kind of think, should I be doing this? Yeah. I think that you're bang on. I'm I'm 100% with you as well. You know, we, you know, lucky enough, Debbie, that, you know, is, is doing sport as well with me. So she understands, like, you know, even if you don't, you have a half doesn't do sport, you, you still need that time. It makes you a better parent, doesn't it? You know, just having that outlet to go out for a run or even to go out with a buggy, you know, like like you you have to sometimes, which which is great. It's maybe um maybe a kind of another question. I know I'm going off topic, but I think it's quite important. Um, in terms of like you know you've 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 mentioned you've had two different types of of you know uh you know babies in terms of feeding. Do you find that feedings? Because I know Debbie mentioned this. You know when she was feeding, breastfeeding, and things, she had to like time her runs and time her cycles because obviously the build up in milk and things and. You, you can't go out for a run now you, you've got to like it's a real pain to, to it, it you know, is pain like, is the right word yeah. um yeah, yeah so I'm I'm somebody who likes to get up and run early get it done as soon as possible so I would happily get up at five o'clock and run for an hour before the children yeah. are up but because of breastfeeding I wake up and I need her to wake up to kind of yeah. empty the tanks as it is yeah. before I'm comfortable enough to run and then I can't, you know, go more than like two or three hours before she'll need to feed again for her and for me. Yeah. Um, do you know, I, I am not a fan of breastfeeding. Yeah. I don't hate it as much as I did, but I'm definitely not loving yeah. it. And I'm now at the point of thinking, you know, will she get to six months and go on to food and then this can stop? <laughs> yeah. And then I can have my body back. Yeah. Um, because, you know, when you, you're pregnant and then you have the baby, you just feel like your body isn't your own. Yeah. And then when the feeding goes on for a while, um, it's not been that long, it's been four months, so I shouldn't really complain. Um, I just kind of, I want my body for myself now. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the feeding, it's it's tricky. So we today, she, she woke up about six o'clock and she fed and then we had to get Adam up and get ready for the child minder, take him yeah. round and then come back and then she fed again and then we quickly got the run done and then, you know, she, she's feeding again after that. But she kind of dictates what we do. I mean, yeah, I, I could wake her up and make her feed. Um, but yeah, it just, it, it's another thing to, to try and juggle and it is it is quite tricky. And um, yeah, it would be, be so much easier if she took a bottle and then anyone could oh, do it and I wouldn't yeah. have to. But I mean, it's I suppose it's, it's kind of a, a nice experience yeah. um, bonding with the child, but I have a bottle of champagne in the kitchen ready to go in the fridge as soon as this stops. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't, I don't think I'm going to be getting really upset when it's our last feed. I'm going to be celebrating. Yeah. Well, you're doing, you're doing an awesome job and, you know, just hang in there. Eh? And, uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully Lucy decides to to take some, you know, to, some food from the fridge at some point eh? and give me the body back. 
<laughs> so I, I know I went off topic, but fartlet questions are long and short. So uh, yeah, it's the the final question I'm going to ask, and it's probably related to the champagne. Is you know maybe maybe not necessarily a champagne mile, although that sounds quite fun. Um, <laughs> would, would, what do you think you could do a beer mile in? Uh, you know, with, with and without the buggy. I, I, I don't is. think you should be doing it with the buggy. Um, <laughs> the buggy police would be out then. Um, I, you know, even in my student days, I have never been able to down a pint. And it's something that's always kind of, perhaps my one regret of student life is that I never learned how to do it because my dad can do it properly. My brother can do it properly. So I feel yeah. it's in my genes to be able to do it. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think, you know, if you guys get your, your beer mile organized, I would put my brother in my place because he can down <laughs> a pint, he can down a pint in like three seconds and he's run under five minutes for a mile. So I think he oh, could really? go between six and seven minutes for, oh, for a beer mile. But as for me, I, I'd be there all day trying to do it. <laughs> <laughs> if you can down a pint and you can run that, then yeah, he needs to he needs to get in the team, eh? Uh, there is there is some progression with it, but uh, you know, I I'll, I'll, I I can't say it on online because then yeah, it'll, it'll ruin the surprise. But it's in motion. <laughs> um, I think one of the restrictions is baby number two for me is not 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 popped out yet, so I, I can't really be organising you know chunder miles. Uh, <laughs> I need to prioritize my 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 you know major events in, in my life at the moment but it's it's in progress certainly there is there is that uh and, and and yeah so um but yeah other than that jennifer it's been it's been brilliant to speak to you and uh yeah i'm ho- ho- hopefully we'll, we'll catch up with you either a at a beer mile or b at a park run or c maybe at the next national championships who knows or the marathon yeah. whatever <laughs> um but yeah, thanks for taking the time out to speak to speak to me and um, yeah, all the best with. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks oh, no, problem has been uh, years in the making, quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant! All right, cheers to that, Jennifer. Okay, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Thanks so much, Jen, for jumping on TRS. You're a, 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 a friend of the show uh, and a well-known, a well-known uh, name and face around the uh, around the Scottish Lake Circuit. So I'm sure lots of people are going to be very excited to listen to you. Right. Well, absolutely. Now, I think obviously because of the Olympics coming up, I think it, it's a great place to start um, by the Olympian, the Scottish athletics olympians that are going to be heading to tokyo in uh, a couple of weeks is it a couple of weeks or is it next week or when is it i think it's a couple i think it's a couple of weeks yeah i think the uh that is a very good question actually um well anyway well i think i've got it here um where maybe we don't but it's the most it's it's uh, uh, okay it's not quite 12 going to tokyo there was 15 at rio but before that since Sydney 2000, it was three in 2000, five in Athens, four for Beijing, five for London. So it's a hell of a hell of a, uh, a field for Scottish for Scottish athletes um, across the across the games course. Oh, definitely. So this is the this is a score. We'll, we'll try and keep it um, <clears throat> running related, but I think they all generally deserve a mention because most of them are uh, are actually you know running 
related athletes. Uh, so we've got Andy Butcher, Butchie, uh, 5,000 metres, Zoe Clark, 4x400 relay, uh, Steph Davis, who's been on the show, uh, obviously Andy Butcher's been on the show as well, Beth Dobbin in the 200 and the 4x100 relay, Calm Hawkins in the marathon, which we know about, also been on the show, Josh Carr, uh, 1,500 metres, Ailish McCoggan, We'll talk about her race recently. She's doing the five and the 10,000. I didn't actually know she was doing both of them. Yeah. Um, again, another uh, interview of the show. Laura Muir, 8 and 15. Uh, Gemma Riki is doing the 800 metres. Steph 12 is doing the marathon. Another interview of the show. Jake Whiteman, also an interview of the show. 1,500 metres. And finally, uh, Nicole Jurgen, 400 metres and the 4 by 400 relay. So... I actually didn't realize there's no, there's not any is there any field there's no field athletes in the Olympics is that right or am I being well the Scot- uh, Scotland does it's all mainly it's all running, running, that's, that's, running. that's just who's been selected yeah. um, for track and field um, I think it's a good I think it's a it's a it's a well first it's a great great group and from you know having watched okay we talked a lot with Steph Davis uh, we were so pleased with Steph smashed the trial. We've talked about Callum in here, you know, we big expectations for Callum. Having watched the British the British trials recently, uh, a couple of things stood out to me. Firstly, we knew it already, but the 1500 metres is just absolutely stacked. And our talent in the men's there is, and the women's, but I'll start with the men's, is absolutely incredible. And Josh Kerr looked so strong. Yeah. I mean, he is just, he looked so good in the trial. And I, I really, Big hopes for him. I think Jake Whiteman, we know Jake is a, can really turn on the championship races. So super exciting there. Um, and on the women's side, on the middle distance, I mean, Laura at the eight and the 15, which is great. Really cool to see her get the nod at eight because that, I mean, that with Kelly, Keely Hodgkinson, that um, the British teenager who's just come out of nowhere, it seems to do yeah. incredibly well and win the trial with her winning ahead of Gemma and Laura. It's great to see Laura get that nod there. Gem in the 800, but then of course Laura in the 15 is. I mean, let's be honest, we're looking for a medal there. Without, I mean, if I look at that, if I if I look at that group, and I've not even come on to Ailish yet, you you would hope Laura medal shot. I think oh, Josh Kerr is a medal shot. Yeah. Palum is a medal shot. Uh, Jake is a medal shot. I mean, um, you know, I mean, he can Jake's he knows 28 guy. You know, just yeah. And I think the Denver is a medal shot. Man. It's yeah. crazy. I think the, the the different the sort of the dynamic of, of racing at the Olympics is not about times now. It's about tactics. Exactly. It's about getting through the heats. It's about unless you're running unless you're racing David Richard. If you're that good, you don't need to worry about Yeah, the, but no, I agree with you. Um but yeah, I think a lot of it is to do with how you how you can because there'll be some some people there, you'd be like, Yeah, they're definitely gonna be the the times would represent a medal shot, but it's it's execution of the race and the Olympics and all the things that go with the Olympics, the the hype, the getting you know yeah, the added get through the that, rounds, yeah, yeah, and and COVID this time around, you know, there's going to be a lot of things, there's a lot of things that are they're, they're going to be up against, but everyone's up against that, everyone's going to be up against the same sort of thing. Um, also, I I don't know if you read Kyle, no, I mean. Outrageous! They're not handing out condoms in the athlete village. It's going to be. I mean, it's. I mean, these guys are the the who are at the end. The, the, the who are, who are at the, this, either at the start or at the end. And they're going to pass the time. I thought that was why these athletes went to the Olympics. 
was just one enormous orgy that went on. You know, every time the Olympics finished, you hear about this, one of the stats that comes out of how many hundred thousand condoms are handed out to athletes. They're not, I mean, they're, they're getting a face mask, but no, Johnny, that's how it works at the at Tokyo 2021. Oh my God, eh? Well, anyway, that that's uh, maybe less said about that, but yeah, I think it, I think we've got a great. Show. I mean, firstly, first of all, well, British, we've got medal shots, but on the track, on the Scottish athletes, there are definitely medal shots. What do you think? Do you think how many medals do you think we'll get in the Oops. Scottish contingent? Do you think are you going to put a number on it? Or are you going to? Yeah, get... I'm going to, I'll put a number on it now. So one, two, three, four. I'm going to say four. Four. Very good. What do you reckon? Um, oh, I'm in the wrong. Actually, I, I, I don't know. It's a hard one. I think one. I think we might get one in the relay. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe two in the relay. Ooh, I think. Two in the relay. Interesting. I don't know how well Callum is running. Is Callum running? What's he like just now? Callum. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a fair point. I don't know, but I'd like I'd like to think that if he has a good race and he's been training well, that he'll get a medal. Um, you know, compared given his result at the World Championships where he came fourth and he was, well, he was in the lead for the last like couple of miles, wasn't he? Holy moly! Um, I think we'll get one from. Um, I think we'll get one in the fifteen hundred. I really do. Uh, I think we'll get one from Gemma. Maybe not necessarily a Gemma Laura. I think. Laura will get one in the fifteen hundred. So how many have I said now? I said like four of okay. us. Well, you said two in the relays. I, my, my guess is Zoe in the four by four. I think Callum in the marathon, Josh in the fifteen, and Laura in the fifteen. I think that's I'm where they're going to go for five. We go for Ooh, five. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good optimism. Four point five. There you go. And, and do you know what? One 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 thing we haven't talked at all. We'll come on to we'll come on to a national record in a minute. But Eilish is in incredible form. The problem is those this is very you know that is you know the she ran what fourteen twenty eight or something on the track which is ridiculous such good shape um, <laughs> but I just worry that there's there's still athletes at a different level there and I don't and it depends on whether I mean if if I don't actually know who else is running but say if someone like a Hassan is going to take it out at a hard pace. I don't know. Uh, I think yeah. I think Ailey, she's a I think she I think she's a, she's a medal shot there. I think we'd be dreaming to say Josh, Ailish, Laura, and Gem all taking medals. I mean, yeah, I, I think as so. well. Yeah, I think I think you'd be looking at one of Josh or Jake. Um, but anyway, it's incredible. And what one bit? Of, it's not news, but you know what? We, to your point about tactical racing and importance of that the championship races. We look at Mo. Mo missed it. Although that was in hindsight, you know. He, 10 kilometers of which he ran that last four time trial, he was never going to make it. Um, but I, ironically, you wouldn't, Mo could have quite, I mean, he's the type of guy who, who runs a super well a tactical race. Whether he's still got the legs to, to do that in the, the last couple of lap kick, now we'll never know because he's not going. But it just shows that all these athletes have done so well by firstly getting there, and now it's uh, they just need to adjust it. Um, and I hope, you know, if I'm honest, if I look at the whole list, I hope Steph Davis is a good run. I think oh. I just I, I think I look at Steph and she's come she's come so far. She's like she's so talented, you know, and and, uh, and she runs such a textbook strong trial. I think she I would love I really hope to see her run a strong race and have a great experience there. 
again, yeah, you're right. You know, it'll depend on how it, it's played out at the race. Eh? I mean, if it's going to go from in the, the conditions, I don't know how warm it'll be. Any idea of the conditions in Tokyo in, in June? Uh, is it not going to be quite warm? I imagine it'll be warm. Humid? Who knows? I'm not sure. Yeah, so 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 that's all going to, you know, that's all going to play a part, no doubt, in, in what's No fans, or limited fans, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, I think you're, you're talking the highs of 30-ish, you know, average highs of 30 in the day and 23 low. So that's quite warm, eh? Um, yeah. So who knows? But it'll be interesting. It'll be looking forward to seeing how things go. And um, yeah, I, I think you were, we're such a talented bunch at the moment when it comes to, to, to results and races. And there's so, so many there's names starting to emerge, not just in the you know the, the the Scottish stage, but certainly in the world stage as well, and um, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm just wondering, you know, what's the what do you think the biggest standout performance is going to be for for a British athlete uh, at the Olympics? Have you got one that you think will be the the, the big the big winner, a big standout? You know, the household name like Mo Farah and uh, with your man uh, was the long jumper. What was his name again? Greg Rutherford and. Golden Greg. The golden, the gold, what was it? The Golden Knight or the yeah, Super, Super Saturday. Saturday? I was there. I was at Super <laughs> Saturday. Were you there? Glorious. Yeah, I was there. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, I, that's a good question. That is, uh, I think Laura Muir is, is, uh, is our big hope, to be honest. I think she's, she's one of the few that you think is, in athletics anyway, who is genuinely world-class. Yeah. She's at, she's at a world level. Um, Think that you know, don't go wrong. Everyone else deserves to be there, but there's a, there's that there's some some athletes who are at that world level. Laura's definitely there. Um, I mean, Josh, Ailish, Jake, they're all they're all right on there. Callum's at world level. Who am I kidding? I mean, he's you know fourth at the at the uh, at the world camps what, twice. I mean, I think uh, yeah, I think I think Laura Muir is the one that everyone would be looking to. I think she goes in with a lot of pressure. Um, in a more British picture. I think, I mean, uh, I'm blanking. What's the, the sprinter called? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, Christ. Dean um, Asher Smith. I yeah. think she she she's, uh, she carries a lot of expectation. Um, so, yeah, no, it's going to be it's gonna be really interesting. Um, I, would, I see that Beth Potter didn't make the triathlon squad, which is a shame. Oh, she's not? Oh, that's a shame. No, I didn't actually no. see that. Nah, I, I, I think it was... Um, yeah, I, I should have some good performances. Um, obviously, the Super League should have a great performance of the 5K, but I, I'm just surprised she didn't She didn't aim for the trial. I, I really am. Yeah. I maybe had to go at the 5K or, or something, you know, just to, to show form. But hey, who knows what who knows what her, her plans were. Um, but but yeah, I mean, you know, let's, let's kind of move away from the Olympics and, and look kind of, Closer to to some of the the, the kind of domestic performances. Um, now, although I say domestic performances, one one notable result I wanted to chat about. I know we've kind of mentioned about Ailish's his result, her national record of fourteen twenty eight at the the Diamond League at the weekend. But Fiona Matheson, who uh, who is just an absolute stalwart when it comes to um, you know endurance Scottish endurance running and you know has been a top female athlete for a number of decades now. Uh 
she was running a 5K and she broke the world age group record for W60 um, and uh, ran a 5,000 meters in 1843, uh, which is in, in, fantastic, you know, com- amazing to be able to run that pace at that age. So well done to Fiona for an amazing performance. And, um, you know, we, we, we did chat about her the last time we were we were on the show about the miler meet, uh, her running a, a you know, a, I think it was the second quickest race, uh, second quickest mile time in, in, in the world, I think it was. So, yeah, well done to Fiona and the world record for that. So, yeah. Um, what about you, Tommy? What, what is it you want to bring to the table results-wise, performance-wise, the last kind of few weeks? Um, so, results-wise... I was going to, if we're moving on to results, I was going to talk about the back to basics. But before we do that, a bit of news, I just want to, a couple of bits of news. Uh, so in the US, some interesting drama with regard to their, their Olympic trial selection with Shelby Houlihan, who turns out failed a, a drugs test for Nandrolone, tested positive for Nandrolone earlier in the year. She missed the trials. We had a huge hoo-ha, firstly, because our coach and whatnot came out to defender and slash announcer before it even come out uh, with ridiculous notions of getting it from a burrito or or from a beef burrito that was sat next to a pork burrito or something like that. So anyway, nonsense. Uh, at the end of the day, she failed the drugs test. Uh, if she really is clean, I feel bad for her, but, you know, that's, uh, I think some of the stuff we see her in a coach club, we've never heard of an angel and it feels a little bit... Uh, Bizarre. I mean, even I'd heard him that's to be honest. Pete, is that um, like a, a drug that, you know, all the athletes, all the sprinters got caught back in the day? <laughs> you were taking that's what it. I thought. I mean, that's what I thought. But anyway, so that, so she's she's got a, a four-year ban. And unfortunately for her, the Olympics now being a three-year cycle, she's going to miss two Olympics. So that is pretty rough. But I mean, that's the that's the way the, uh, the cookie crumbles these days with regard to yeah. doping. Now yeah. the other one is uh, Shakari Shikari. Richardson, yeah. yeah, which is which is crazy. So she has tested positive for cannabis, and has accepted a one month ban, which will rule her out of the hundred meters, but not the four by one. So she'll be in there. Uh, she won the Olympic trial at the US ten eighty six for hundreds. So she's clearly in red hot condition, ready to go. Um, quite mature from her. She's accepted the. She's accepted it. Okay, fine. Um, there's a big debate ongoing at the moment about well, it's not performance enhancing, it's only cannabis, it's not legal in all countries. I think the point is it's banned. And you as an athlete, if you take a banned substance, that's on you. Uh, I think we can debate to the for a long time yet on the on whether it should be banned or not, but it is banned. So that's uh um that's what it is. So that that's that's another one. Um and then we also had that one, um you know, I, you know, the first thing I thought about: why on earth would you, would you take cannabis? Like, you know, it's a banned substance. If you're that, if you want to qualify for the Olympics, why would you take a drug when the, the high chances of you winning it, you're going to get a drugs test because you're, you know, you're 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 in, you're, you're all eyes are on you. I just, I just, it just doesn't get me. You just, I just don't understand it. Um, I think the only her- thing she is her mum passed away yeah Which, i mean that's yeah. tough i mean i i, yeah, I guess i haven't I mean, fortunately never been in that position I, I maybe couldn't comment but yeah you, you said she's only human yeah uh but i think it's been quite mature in the way she's responded to it actually uh and you know 
fair play to him. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an unfortunate one, and you know. The other bit of controversy that was on our side, so I'm going to, we're just going to touch on it really briefly because it's despite the fact he's a, a friend of the show, I think it's worth it's, it's, uh, raising. So Pucci was in a bit of hot water recently. Uh, he's he's made some outlandish claims, which are he's accepted as just him being a bit of a lad and not true on a, on a, on a rival podcast. Um, and I, I was uh, I, I thought it was our pot, you know, and it was like just our podcast. <laughs> yeah. What did he say on TRS last year? I, I think Butch is a good lad. Uh, he always comes across as super enthusiastic, good fun. You know, we can say his podcast is always keen to get on and happy to give his time for you know for free and, and stuff. So I imagine he just got on, giving it being a bit over the, over the top and a bit of lad banter. And I think it's uh, I, I do think he's in. Uh, I think he's just been a bit silly, and that's all. So I've got yeah. no doubt that that Butch is right quite rightly is still going to uh, Tokyo, but. On the results then, so back to basics, uh, 10K was what I wanted to talk about. Um, I actually wonder whether I might see you dipping your toe back in there. It's funny, I was uh, half thinking about it, but uh, it's, you know, it's balancing the, the training of running a 100K and running a 10K, you know, it's, uh, but it's always good to get a little bit of speed in the legs. So, you know, you might you might see me, uh, you know, lace up soon, you know, now that I've got my new bouncy shoes, uh, you know, oh, purchased, I, need to, I need to get them tried and tested, so. Uh, yeah, watch the space, Tommy. You know, I'll, I'll find something hopefully. So, but well, but. it was a it was a win for Kenny Wilson, thirty-two eleven. Uh, second place, Ewan Davidson, a Murray Road runner, Murray Road runner teammate, who was in thirty-two forty-one, and East Sutherland's Blair Mackay was third in thirty-two forty-five. So just behind, uh, with Donny McDonald, Donny McDonald was running. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. I want to give um, Blair Mackay a bit of a shout out. I don't actually know if he listens, but he probably doesn't mind you. But he, um, you know, I've I've watched his progression as a runner, um, and I've I've been hugely impressed by it. Uh, I, he was a 35, 34 minute guy, not that long ago, and now he's running thirty two. So, kudos to you, Blair, for for improving so well, and you know, keep working your magic, eh? Do what you're doing because it's certainly working. That's for sure. Mm, absolutely, that's that's a thirty two forty five is strong run. Another strong run was uh, yeah, Donna McDonald, first vet, 33-48, fifth overall. And on the women's side, it was our club mate, um, Ginny, Ginny Brand, uh, big PB, 35-29 for the win there on the women's side. Katrina Fraser of Inverness, second in 36-41. And Jennifer Harrison of Aberdeen AC, third in 38-05. Whilst Rebecca Watt of Metro was leading, uh, was the first female home in 41-37. Um, Brilliant. Uh, and again, another shout out to to some of those runners there, uh, Rebecca Watt. Yeah, you know, I've been guiding her in her training. And uh, yeah, it was a last... Have you? Well, very good. A, a last minute decision to to get her to to run. And yeah, good good result for her. She's not hugely impressed uh, by her time, but it's just good to get a race. And I think as well, you know, sometimes as a runner, you, although you might not, you might think you're in shape, and you have a disappointing performance. Remember, folks, no one's ran for ages, eh? You just sometimes you need to just treat these runs just as a, a stepping stone and learn from it. And I know on, on the day, it was a, a really warm day. It was a humid day. It was thundery and lightning. And when that comes, it's usually quite humid. So, um, but anyway, some great performances there. And I'm sure there's going to be quite a lot of performances that are going to come out from these type of events uh, that Paul Rogan, the race organisers, or 
you know, doing so well. It's uh, very simple. You know, you come along, no no fancy pants uh, medals or anything like that. It's just you, you come along the, the start line, you go, you get your time and you bugger off, uh, you know, but, but it's a fast, fast controlled race as well. So I do like that concept. I think it's a healthy concept. I think it, mm-hmm. it brings people, it, it, you want to get a quick time uh, together and, Obviously, with COVID, it's it's just a little bit difficult, and I think we're starting to see races come come back now. Um, all different types of races, various disciplines, but it's still quite slow progress just now. And you know, whether that's race licenses are being issued pretty, you know, pretty easily at the moment, but it's whether or not the local authorities and you know the the facilities and that are that are taking you know um, hosting events and things, uh, how well. How well, how quick that that happens. So there's still a lot of challenges with COVID, and I've got. I'm just going to um, point out that the tough murder. Did you see that? Uh, the uh, the week just before the the day before the event, the cancelled tough yeah. murder. Oh my god! You know that's why. A, why did they cancel it? I think I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I think it was something to do with the the numbers of of uh, participants per day. I think it. Over, you know, it, it was ex- exceeded the, the 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 actual what the rules allow. Can I can I go on a rant? Uh, yeah, absolutely, that, no, yeah, I know right. where this is coming from. So. Right, so I'm going to give a bit of. I, I'm speaking as someone who's uh, who's who's had to who to go home and see family for the first time in ten months has had to spend the best part of six hundred quid for between the two of us on COVID tests. Uh, and done a ten day, and also done a ten day quarantine at the same time. Um, I got onto a flight this morning where uh, the guy sat next to me hadn't done a PCR test because he was going to Gdansk, and apparently you don't need a PCR test to get in there. So the system is absolutely broken. Number one, number two, we've got tens of thousands of people at Wembley for the for the uh, the Euros because apparently it's bringing in uh, value to the economy. Do you know what? I'm actually all for get people into into Wembley if it's if it's okay. But there's people at Hamden, we've got people at these uh fan parks. Yeah, athletics seems to be bottom of the queue. Well, and the I, rugby you know, as well, they had their fifth and the rugby, yeah. Or something. Yeah. Now you know what I'm let, I'm gonna uh let's let's widen the athletics community and let's bring Puff Mother in there as well. This is absolute nonsense that it's these events are able to go ahead. I mean that, from what I've, I'm just pulling up an article now, that was the Lothing Council contacted them after 6 p.m. Yes, the day before the event, saying the license to hold the event was revoked. Now, honestly, I mean, there's a lack of, there's a lack of, uh, for me, there's a lack of uh, guidance at a, a national level, local councils, from what I understand, or maybe not, it's not clear enough on what they should and shouldn't be doing. It's an absolute shambles. It really is. There's track events going ahead all over the place in England. You know, it's, I don't know, uh, we ranted on here before um, when things weren't moving. It felt like they're moving. It's good that we see a few bits and pieces come back in Scotland, but let's be honest, it's not normal, is it? There's still a few and far between. You're a race organiser, you'll know better than us, but I just feel athletics is back in the queue. And, you know, things like, you know, we hear stories of people the same day that the, that we've got the Euros on at Wembley, there's pe- parents are not able to go to their kids' sports days. Yeah. It's, this is nonsense. And, like, Harvard's not even come back yet. No, I know. Although, although it's back in Paris now, so you can guess what I'll be doing next Saturday. Harvard <laughs> is back in Paris. Back like, in yeah, Paris. Bravo, bravo, Allez les Bleus. So it's yeah. um, it's I just I just can't get my head around this. Why you know that we've got this 
you know, we're in the cases are okay, the cases are rising a little bit at the moment, but they're still relatively low. I really worry. I really worry for the for the winter, the cross country season. At the moment, the way that we seem to be reacting and not putting, not launching events, cancelling events, short notice. Uh, we need to learn to live with this thing, and and we need to kickstart athletics. We need to get racing back. We need to, I mean, think of it. If you're like a sort of under, I don't know, someone who's between eighteen and twenty three or something, those sort of formative competitive years, you've been robbed of competition. Really have been. Yeah, I. I it's, it's, it's terrible. Uh, it's ridiculous. Like when you, even looking at the football, just just disappoints me. Eh? Like you know, you can't get a fucking park run, or you can't even get a race. To go ahead, and, and and yet there's everyone's like you know football brings drink oh. alcohol, it's, which I've got no issue with, you know, because I like I like a drink, but even the Scot, you know, the Scot the Scotland game, you look you look at it, you look at no one's wearing a mask, everyone's got their taps up, not just the Scot. <laughs> and fucking, you know, it's just the same as a race, taps up, no mask, it's all good. <laughs> But you look at it and go, Jesus, we can't even get a park run to go on, you know, or we can't get a race. Exactly. Like, and even when you do get a race, you've got to wear a face mask and at the start and in the end, oh, God. Anyway, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just back to front, eh? Like, you know, you can go inside for a drink and meet up with your mates, but you can't eh, go out for a run outside with your mates or at a race. <laughs> I think... Uh, the other thing is race organisers are scared. Not scared, but, you know, they're... A lot of people will be hesitant, quite rightly so. But it's, you know, we just financial need, risk, I guess. This, yeah, it just needs a bit more support from the government to get fitness and get health and well-being back up and running. Because I, I, I see it even at the the race, like the muddy coastal race. People were like saying thank you for not cancelling the race, like because I was close to sacking it off because of, you know, all the things that I was going through and. You know, obviously the due date and things. And I'll thought, bet, yeah. You know, if if something happens, like you're you're all eyes are on you and the stress yeah. of you know somebody catching COVID or something and um at your race and that's it. You know, that's curtains for my for for the Muddy Way Ultras. Um, but you know, obviously we do a lot of mitigation. There's a lot of hard work that goes into that. But yeah, it's um yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a challenging one to 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 balance. Yeah, so. But you know what, like, and, and, and you know, I'm speaking as someone who, I, I'll be honest, I, in May, I kind of fell out of running, out of love with running a little bit. And I think it's because there's no competitions. I, I like, yeah, I like running. I'm not, I don't like running enough to, that, you know, I, I would, if, I'm, if I've got a, week, a couple hours a weekend to burn, I'd probably rather go out on a bike, to be quite honest. And I worry that the sport is like, with, with without, you know, racing is a key part of the sport. And I, and there are two, there's two very different parts of athletic you know you have yes you've got you know, people who like to get into running because they had their hour to exercise a day and lockdown and stuff but there are other people who want to compete and both can both should be pushed on and there's nothing wrong with with having competition and when when you take away competition my motivation dropped i couldn't oh, be honest nice. mm-hmm. you know um i you know i think about oh well is, is london really going to happen and you're going to worry about how many people we had this great opportunity last year where people got into into exercise and sport and I really hope we've not lost that opportunity um I know Scottish athletics are pushing hard and there's only so much they can do but um it's just it's super frustrating and I think the road feels really underserved at the moment yeah I think so our sport needs to be uh yeah kind of put put back on the top priority especially it's not a spectator sport just it's a 
Exactly. It's a pay sport. So especially with the Olympics coming, you you know you really want to be able to ride that um that boost. Anyway, I'm actually going to jump back and news-wise, I, I kind of wondered a bit. One thing I didn't have in the notes, but I want to mention was uh, when I watched the British trials. This is a few weeks back now, but Megan Keith, she was at the at down at not the, the British trials, but she was running in Manchester and ran at the the I think it was under twenty women's three thousand, which right. and she won it by a country mile solo run nine thirty. That's uh, right, sub 930, she ran 929, which uh, got qualifies her for the um the uh, the Euro European juniors. Uh and just amazing. She was just a different class to the rest, really bold run from the front, you know, TRS run of the year. And uh yeah, I was very, very impressed, very pleased for her. Um and actually in the, the men's 3000 on the 20, there was a couple of Scottish guys, Jack Patton of Kilbarkin AC, um, and also Duncan Robinson, which is a Fun, 8.23 for Duncan and 8.24 for Jack. But Duncan Robinson, I think that's a famous basketball player in the NBA. So oh, well, there you go. I'm, I'm delighted <laughs> that that name is uh, appearing now on Scottish Look at, look at that. Yeah, eh? well, well, well done, lads. I don't know if, uh, if they've been selected or not. I need to check up on that for next week. Yeah. Uh, and I think some other results and news. I, I want to, you know, get a shout out to the Larry Grew race. The, I say the hill race, not really a hill race because it doesn't really go up a hill. Just kind I'm of interested. I've I've not heard this result, so I'm really interested. I've I've been wondering that. Tell us. <laughs> but, uh, so it's um so the Larry Grew, it's uh I think we had, it was over 200 runners um and it's a 27 mile race that right, goes from Braemar to Aviemore, just along the you know within the Cairngorms in the valley. Yeah. Uh, Queen Queen Victoria used to take a horse and cart through there um and. Uh, Basically, the result was, uh, you know, our man, Fat Simpson, Robbie Simpson, took the win, second win in the row, um, breaking the three-hour barrier. Don't think he's he? one minute short of the record, so we'll see how that goes for next year if he decides to do it. And um, a great run from Rowan Boswood of Carnethy, some a name that I didn't realise, you know, he's obviously had a great couple of years during covid um, and is you know was wasn't that far behind Robbie and got a twenty minute personal best three or five or three which is a great time. Um, Fraser Stewart of Campus Lang Harriers three eleven for him and we've got our man uh, great surname for Jethro Jethro Lennox I know Jet Jethro well so he'll be I'm sure pleased to know that I'm repping you know my son's repping his name um, so he had a great. Uh, performance to um, break the the M forty record just by three seconds, I think. Um, oh, three seconds behind, so he didn't break it, but three twenty nonetheless. And um, who else do we have? Uh, Gary Fraser took the M fifty, and we had and the M sixty state status uh, is the the man, the myth, the legend, the reindeer man, Alan Smith. D side broke the M sixty record. Didn't realize he was in the sixties, mind you. Four or six, a great run by by uh, Alan. And then in the female side as well, we had, um, I'm just checking the results. Oh, here we go. I'm, I've, I've completely gone past it. So the ladies' side was Holly Orr, who took the win. Um, she was second last year, uh, time of 3.44. Uh, Anne Wynn Darlington took second in 3.53, uh, followed by Kirsty Dixon, who rounded up the, the top three in, in 3.50. 356, I think it was. Uh, Sally Wallace was F40 title, fourth lady overall. Uh, F50 was Sarah Sheridan, fantastic 431. Sue Savage, 
rounded up the ladies' results in uh, the F60 prize in 5.49. And uh, a couple other folk that I want to give a shout out to in the race was, um, again, one of my athletes, Chloe Sangster, who uh, got, got fifth female. And, uh, you know, a couple of, couple of weeks fresh after having, um, doing the, the, the Murray Coastal race. So that was a great run from her. She's uh, she's doing really well, and we had uh, a couple of other folk as well. We had um, we had uh, Neil, where is he? He's somewhere there. We find him. I, I kind of find him. He's he's kicking a bit. We had uh, yeah Fraser Gormley as well, uh, Neil Much as well. So yeah, great great run by those guys as well. Um, I probably missed out a heap of folks, so apologies as well. Alan Stewart as well was running. So yeah, well done, uh, all the guys running the Larry Grew. Very good. Right. DRS run of the week. Oh, that's a hard one since it's been so long. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Um, uh, what's your who are you gonna say? You know, it was a it was a if I think back to the athletics I've watched and heard about over the last there's been a I'm very impressed with uh Jenny Brand's big PB at uh at the Back to Basics. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed watching Megan Keith front run that 3000. I was really, I never mentioned this, but I was really impressed on the same night to watch Jenny Selman run an absolute stormer and mix it with the, the top uh, English girls at um, 15 as well. Uh, I'll tell you who, uh, uh, oh, what's her name? She's a triathlete. Uh, oh God, Erin Wallace. What a great one. Oh yeah. Yeah, she did, yeah. You know, looking at, Looking at that result was just phenomenal. So yeah, well done to to Aaron for such a great run there. It was just wow, really impressed by that. So I think it's got to be though, Ailish, British yeah. record, yeah. fourteen twenty eight. To, to beat Paula's time, uh, you can't. I don't think you can. That is outrageous. An incredible run, and she was only a second behind uh, the Helena Beery. Was it? I think Helena Beery won the race. So anyway, yeah, amazing. So. Really shaping up well for her for the for the Olympics, um, and to, to double now is is uh, there was a little bit of online chatter. I understand about why she got a nod, even though she wasn't at the trials at the five. Uh, Laura Wayman obviously wasn't at the trials, didn't get the discretionary either. But I think the fact that Ailish has gone and backed up has put any doubt in anyone's mind. Not that there was anything because she ran so well at the ten, but um, yeah, that's who I think it's got to be. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. So yeah. Fantastic run from Ailish and the TRS run of the week. So congratulations. So Tommy, what's uh, what's in the horizon for you then the next week or so then? Before uh, so we get back to I, back to the isol- gym again. Isolation, mate. I'm isolate well, the I love it, classic friendship. It's an honor désolé. So you've got to you basically I, cro- uh, I promise I'll isolate, mate. That's about it. So um I will isolate. I'm still you know me, I'm gonna run outside because I think that's fine. Um, trying to jack the miles up a wee bit this week. I might go along to the park on Saturday. Um, oh, I like it. I like it. Uh, I get my second jab this week as well, uh, so I can be a two jabber. Um, oh. And yeah, that's about it. Back to work, back to the grind. And yeah, really, that's about it. How about you? Oh, not much from my side, Tommy. Uh, just uh, what am I doing? No idea. Try to get. Get, get through day by day. It's a big man's birthday oh, tomorrow. Um, it is, yeah. He's, uh, he's going to be two. So we've been, you know, celebrating the style at the weekend. Uh, all his wee mates came around and, 
you know, we rocked it up. So, yeah, same again, I think. You know, we're going to be, uh, you know, going to the trampoline park tomorrow and, um, you know, going to the bar of berries for an ice cream. It's going to be, it's going to be rocking and rolling tomorrow, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, Very good. And uh, I'll, I'll obviously do some cheeky runs as well. So, all, all hot and up and all hot and up, but definitely. Um, but yeah, yeah. So just, I think I'm, I'm glad to be back again. You know, I feel a bit rusty uh, when it comes to TRS, the TRS uh, podcasting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it, we'll, we'll, we'll promise to, to, to get episode two up and running as well and some amazing guests. But folks, thanks for listening. And if you do want to get in contact with us, you certainly can. TRS shorts are are, are hot, are starting to heat up. So there'll be, uh, you know, the gussets are getting made as we speak and uh, they'll hopefully be in your doorstep as soon as we, we have them. So we'll keep you posted, folks, about, you know, where we're at in terms of that side of things as well. So, uh, yeah, um, contact and, and us. What are you going to say? I was going to say, well, Cal's going to give you the contact details in a minute, but do you know what? What are you guys doing? Tell us, you know, we've, you've heard us more about racing that. Well, tell us what you've got. Have you got any races coming up? Any races you know that are coming back? Are you doing a, the, uh, an ultra marathon or an ultra that you're training for? Let us know. Uh, 10K, you're on the track. Let, let us know. It'd be good to know what everyone's doing. I feel that I think now is a good time to, to start to be able to understand what, what the TRS community is going to be lacing oh. up at and, and we can keep an eye on the results for you. Well, exactly, because uh, yeah, some races I didn't actually know were going ahead. It's uh, it's like some underground racing starting to to take place, <laughs> which uh, I'm like, oh, this race, and some of them are just club track time trials. But yeah, we're we're really interested. We'd like love to hear what's happening uh, with you guys as well. So just keep us in the loop. That's definitely keep us in the loop. So and on on that one, uh, I've actually gotten. Uh, I was I should have mentioned this earlier. I meant to. I know I'm on my phone. I didn't. Um, so Ross Cairns has been in touch and they've got approval for the Campus 5K in Inverness, which is great. So it's Friday the 23rd of July. Entries are live now uh, on Entry Central. Uh, there's an open race and also an elite race, which is sub-1730. 15 each race. I've no idea if it's sold out or not. They're making it 15 quid uh, per entry. Um, uh, but that's really it's a sort of raising money for the Kaniska Advocacy, which is which Mary McLennan's launch, which is great. And we're hopeful, hopeful we'll try and speak to Mary about that soon. Um, so, yeah, so entries are available. Um, get involved. Have a look. It was, you know, I've run it twice. It's a great event. Um, fast course. You're going to get a fast time, no doubt about it. So, yeah, the, the 23rd, Friday, 23rd of July for the, for, the, for the Campus 5K in Inverness. I like it. I like it. Well... I'm looking forward to that. It's probably a bit too short for me, but you never know, Tommy. You never know. You never know. <laughs> right. Well, on that note, here's Ali McIver, and thanks again for listening, folks, and we'll catch up with you next week. Thank you.
change, but never will, because we'll walk the wind and rain. You got Tommy, you got Kyle, they bring news, they drink brews, they do interviews, they like park run and cross country. And that's a wrap.